This is Dry Season, the podcast for and about the changing landscape and climate change. I'm your host, Nick Guida. In today's episode, I talk with three of my roommates about the changing landscape, specifically mega droughts. What is a mega drought? We'll get into that and more in today's episode. to another episode of Dry Season. Today's topic, mega droughts. With me today, I have my good friends and roommates, J.D. Clemens, Colin Parsh, and Rob Soder. Guys, thanks for coming on. Appreciate, appreciate you guys taking the time. Happy to be here. Yep. Um, uh, like I said, today's topic, mega droughts. Um, uh, I know three of you being finance majors might not be too familiar with, um, with the topic, but um, hopefully we'll You'll learn a thing or two, and we'll we'll get your opinion and uh, your take on kind of the state of affairs and, and climate change in uh, in today's today's world. So, I'm just gonna start out with a quick uh, some some icebreaker questions here. Um, when you hear drought, what do you think of? When I say the word drought to you, what do you think of? Uh, no rain. A desert. Just not enough water. Okay. Okay. In its most basic sense, that's very true. Um, but in fact, there are four types of droughts. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the basic one is a, a lack of water, um, but that kind of, that can result in a lot of um, different problems. So the meteorological one is what you're thinking of is just a lack of precipitation, no rain, um, typically found in a desert setting. Uh, the second type is agricultural, which is a lack of moisture in the soil or crops grow. Um, the third one is hydrological, which is low levels of water in lakes and reservoirs. And the last one is socioeconomic, which is water shortages in drinking and running water. So the main idea is it's all based on water, but it affects different parts. Um, okay, to follow that up, how impactful are droughts to the U.S. economy? Let's, let's start there. Do, let, do you guys think um, droughts are like a big part of the U.S. Like right now? Do you think that there's like a lot of major droughts going on? Uh, in the U.S. right now? At the moment? At the moment. No, because it's winter. Okay. Is it winter all across the U.S.? Technically. But Technically. Yeah. Fair There's enough. Winters, some winters aren't as cold. They're still be warm there. So, like, there places out in the West, they're still considered to have, like, not enough water. So there you go. It's not a huge concern, I don't think, as at the moment. It's not like Australia, but um, it's still a problem. And, it's something that could arise. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I would definitely say um, even in like the winter months, it is it gets still gets pretty dry, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're in Columbus here, and we're getting some snow, and um, we see precipitation. But um, yeah, so when we're looking at um, at droughts and kind of the impact on the U.S. economy, um, obviously, we live in states where we don't kind of we're not used to an arid climate. We don't we don't think about that. Um, but like in a national sense, um, we, the U S lose, um, like because of droughts, uh, the drought of 1998, we'll start there. So the U S, uh, law losses exceeded $40 billion in the drought of, uh, 1988, um, to put that into perspective. 
Um, that's more than the losses caused by Hurricane Andrew in 1992, the Mississippi River floods of 1993, and the San Francisco earthquake in 1989. Um, so all those kind of major kind of events that you see on the news and are really um, kind of life-changing, the, the drought is kind of compounding. Uh, and some of those kind of related, same thing with, uh, with climate change. Um, so some of the impacts today, not only socioeconomic, um, would be the shrinking of reservoirs and the worsening of wildfires. So you mentioned we weren't as bad as kind of Australia and everything. But then you look at uh, California and the wildfires that kind of rage there. Um, California might be the biggest example of drought in the U.S. just because it's amplified and we can, it's, it's kind of demonstrated. Now we're going to transition into the main topic of, of today's episode. Uh, when I say mega drought, what do you guys think of? Um, a really, really bad drought. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be like really, really widespread and then also to the point where it's like threatening people's lives. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, so when we think back to U.S. history and the Dust Bowl, would you guys think Dust Bowl, obviously pretty bad, not a great time in, uh, in the U.S.'s history when people are moving out west, trying to like start a new, start their lives and they're moving out of the Great Plains where... It got so bad that there was so little precipitation, so little water in the soil that dust storms were reaching New York City. Would you think maybe that's a, an example of a mega drought? Yes, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if you couldn't tell by my prompt and me being very scripted, that in fact is not a mega drought. Okay. By definition. By definition, a mega drought is a drought that exceeds more than uh, a singular decade. So usually two decades or more. Um, and that is kind of classified as a certain level of dryness, a certain level of, um, or not enough precipitation over a certain amount of time that results in that kind of drought. Um, the Dust Bowl in 1930 lasted for approximately nine years, to give you guys a kind of comparison of what we're looking at. Um, and although the kind of, the drought ended, um, people tend to think of it as a mega drought because of the uh, economic and kind of, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The economic um, and agricultural impacts. That's what I was looking for. Um, they lingered much longer than um, 1939. So that's why a lot of people consider that um, and, and think about it. Uh, but so looking at uh, a mega drought and, and kind of that definition, obviously it, it, it does, it sounds kind of funny. Um, you know, you hear it and you're just like, oh, aha, mega drought. Um, but the, the kind of the, the impact is you think about the wildfires and um, like the impacts that smaller droughts can have, crop yields go down, farmers lose income, there's like less food. Um, then think of that spanning the course of two decades and just kind of the compounding effects. Uh, and again, the, the kind of biggest example um, is California. There, um, the last year, two years, um, they got half an inch of rain, I think, 
in the, la the, the last year. And that's uh, as a result because of um, the monsoon season, the majority of their um, precipitation and their, their water comes from the North American monsoon. And that has been largely absent. Um, and a lot of people think that's because of human um, interaction and human impact on the environment. Um, so give me your guys' takes on kind of just climate change in general. No wrong answers, just what do you... <laughs> JD's looking at me with wide eyes here, like, oh, that's a very open-ended question. Um, but the fact that um, these kind of issues keep compounding, to me, it seems like there's no question that, you know, human impact and what we're doing um, is kind of causing a problem. I don't know if you guys agree, disagree, think that it's just a normal cycle of the, the earth, weather patterns. What do you guys think? I don't know if some of it could be said as normal, but there's definitely things that are making the climate change in ways that probably like maybe shouldn't. Uh, I recognize that it's like a problem because so many people talk about it, but I don't really pay attention to it very much because it's not my area of expertise, which is probably not the best. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's that's kind of the 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 major assumption is when I think when a lot of people hear climate change, they're kind of like, what does that mean? Like I get it that the climate is changing, and obviously CO two or carbon emissions and and methane and everything we're putting out into into the atmosphere and, um, is kind of like not helping. Uh, but I think when we're looking at a more specific scale, specifically on droughts and, and in our topic today, um, it, it's something that is kind of very visible and can demonstrate the kind of impacts uh, that climate change has right now. Um, so let's go into the kind of cost of droughts and the cost of this mega drought. Um, when, we're looking at, when we're looking at droughts, the, the, the impact on an area um, is not just, oh, it's dry and they have no water. Um, the, the, the problem comes when it's a prolonged period of time, they can no longer grow crops, they're li uh, same with livestock, um, and researchers and, and NASA have kind of looked at the, the cycle and they're thinking by 2050 within this, uh, within this century at least, there's an 80% chance that uh, we're going to experience a mega drought of some sort, probably in the west, southwest of the U.S. Um, and looking at that kind of that kind of issue, um, the problem comes because we there's there's places that are really struggling right now for droughts that are lasting a year, two years. If we think about how it's going to compound over twenty years, twenty plus years, um, the lack of water that's that's going to lead to conflicts over water, and then we get into the issue of water as a commodity. Um, how valuable is water? Should water be traded? Is water, um, should water be available to everyone, regardless of where you are, where you live? Is that is that something that you're that's like a God-given right, or is it something a company can regulate because they own land that has water on it? You know, 
so we get into that issue um, and I think that gets that kind of ties back to you guys and and your input um, coming from the business sector um, I know our house over the last week has kind of been on the the uh, the stocks and the GameStop trade and, and AMC and everything um, but it, it really does bring up the question of, of water as a commodity um, and like how do we trade in water um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts I'm not I'm not prompting you very much right now but uh, uh, it's definitely gonna be interesting the way things kind of move forward in terms of water one thing I think that's important to look at too is kind of ways that water is kind of in the background impacting things like people around the Great Lakes and like that area could end up being like more expensive to live in because they have a high um, amount of water around them and access to fresh water even though like that's not really the case at the moment but that could be something that's really interesting to follow too and, so, and as well as the actual like trading of water itself. That's a really good point. Yeah, people already pay more money because they have those those views and then the kind of the access to when you're living around around water and, and things that are considered, you know, beautiful and valuable, but then it takes on a whole new meaning when mm-hmm. when the water is just limited in itself. Um so yeah, I guess just to kind of wrap this up, um it's it, it takes a lot, you know. Um, it's this isn't a problem that's kind of just come out of the blue, um, and I think that's why a lot of people don't, you know, they think they hear droughts and, and you think you think Arizona, you think Nevada, you think the the desert and that kind of stuff, and you're like, yeah, that's that's normal, but the problem we're running into now is how it's compounding, and if we don't change something sooner rather than later, it's gonna it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna have drastic effects. Um, that short food for whole like portions of the U.S. Same with water, it's gonna ruin um, the economy. If we thought it was bad now, um, the the fact that we're gonna lose a whole major source of food um, is just something that you know it's it's tough to think about because you know it's so far in the future, um, but it's something very real that we gotta kind of have to address. Um, and, and yeah, then it leads to public, like social issues with public safety, uh, health conflicts between water users. Uh, are we regulating how much water people get and that kind of stuff? So appreciate you guys chiming in. I know I uh, was a little long winded here and I was kind of ranting. Um, but, uh, appreciate you guys coming on and, um, well, maybe we'll see you back in future episodes. I hope so. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.